All right, everybody. It is the second installation of Ripples and Waves with your host, Oceans Gen. My co-host, Giyak. I think he's still knocking his introduction out on his stream over there. Uh, as soon as he's ready to go. As soon as he gives me the thumbs up. You go. All right. All righty. We're we'll talking about some aliens today. It is going to be a fun stream. So I, I'll, I'll bring here with you guys. What's up, Shotgun Bob? How you doing? How you doing, man? What up? What up? Yo, we're about to uh, about to uh, alien podcast stuff. But first, I'll turn you guys through a couple couple of informative pieces. This Australia on fire right now. The three D render of Australia on fire the data. And my heart That's absolutely crazy. If you overlay the continent of Australia over the same land mass, I think if you were to like flip it, it might match sort of maybe like 80%. Yeah. Crazy. So, you are going to dive right into it. Waiting for you. I am here. Finally, yeah. Ryan, my man. So yeah, this How's is it uh, going? going. Going, my man. You're gonna be uh doing this thing else. So we finally got this situated to where now you can see both of us live for the podcast. Twitch.tv slash ocean giant and also twitch.tv slash giyok that's e-e-e-y-o-k the man needs no introduction but this is my co-host my friend ryan how you doing today dude doing very well my friend how are you good i was just giving everyone a little bit of information about australia you know the fires that are going on over there is shit's crazy yeah. i don't know if you've seen any of that I, I just showed him like a graphic like that nasa data pulled and showed a lot of the fires that were going on. Pretty insane. Absolutely yeah, it's nice. ridiculous. Those I, firefighters out there too, man. They need their, they need as much help as they can get. For sure, they're they're pulling international firefighters from everywhere. Canada, United States. It's, it's... I heard. Um, I heard the Irwin family funded heard, the saving of like ninety thousand different species. Or I don't. Let me rephrase that. I don't know if it was species or animals, but they funded um, an effort to save the animals in the forest. That you know, while the 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 land that the fire is spreading on. Uh, Steve Irwin's family. Wow. Yeah. So nice. I I can only imagine how much money that cost and the effort it would take. But apparently, yeah, they've got 
buku numbers of saved animals because of that family. Hell yeah, dude. The Irwins are good people. Uh, For sure. Like, I, I remember being, you know, younger when Steve Irwin passed, and I wondered what kind of legacy, you know, they're he leaves behind for his kids and like what they would do with it and like i know he'd be proud of them i'm sure like there are many people including myself that are proud of what they're doing following in his father's footsteps doing a lot of good for animals out there so it absolutely yeah, I, it is uh it is something to be you know definitely definitely uh Jin. definitely Jin. He seems like the type of person that would not even have been mad that the stingray accidentally killed him, you know? Yeah. I mean, he would have just... That's nature, and he loved animals. He loved nature. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, guys, um, I, I see you guys in chat there. What's going on, Clutch? What's going on, Red? Uh, we're going to be trying to shotgun this down your throats like we did last time. We're gonna be flying this thing and sending it to the moon. So we're we're getting the second episode uploaded onto Anchor. Uh, once again, you could you can check out our podcast there. Uh, what's ah oh gosh, I I prepared. I don't have the link to give to the podcast. Actually, yes I do. Da, 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 da. Gotcha, my ears. I'll be right back. Da, 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 da. Is this it? Anchor.fm slash Oceans Giant. That's where the podcast is going to be stored if you guys are tuning in offline somewhere. Our topic today is we're going to be talking about some incidents that have happened historically, and we're going to examine them and see what everyone's thoughts are. And this is all coming off of uh, an article that I saw about a, a, a British astronaut. British astronaut said that there are definitely aliens out there. And I agree with her. I absolutely agree with her. I'm not a fucking astronaut, but she's got more cred than I do. No, I'd say she's more qualified to make that statement. But, you know, I, I think I can still make that statement. Ironically enough, too, um, just the other day, I think it was YouTube, I I got an ad. You know how you get those ads in between videos and stuff? Yeah. One of them was for a show, a documentary, where... Uh, People are being interviewed, astronauts and military servicemen, uh, saying, yes, I've been on otherworldly planets before. I've been on them. So that it hasn't been released yet, but it's something down the pipe that uh, the wow. pipeline that you know, we might want to touch mean, would on. Would you be surprised? Would you be surprised? I mean, I honestly wouldn't be. Like, we, we've hit all of a sudden, like, we have space travel in the public sector with SpaceX all that they're landing their own boosters now and it's amazing and with that being said the space program has been going on for i don't even know how many years now decades and how much money's been funneled into it potentially black budget with you know numbers shuffled into it and then you put the military side into it because a little people know about nasa and they acknowledge nasa but a lot of people don't know that the united states air force also has a space program of their own mm-hmm. right and then President Trump also put a space, space force. force. The space force is officially a thing now, a military branch. Holy fucking shit! Use my French. But my and God. and the and the fact that we need one. I mean, it's not just for exploration, right? It's for self defense. It's for you know. Obviously, we need a space force to deter satellite interception of our data, and you know, infiltrating the American private sector. 
but at the same time, uh, God forbid, there is a force out there that's stronger than us that wants to come and meet us and let us know that they're stronger than we are. We are going to yeah. need defense. Oh, We're going to yeah. need a defense system. Oh, absolutely. Now, in my opinion, if they can travel to us, and they they can. Yeah. I mean, they if they, can, the, they have, a if they can get to us, I think energy. we're already behind the we're behind the ball. We're Absolutely. behind the cue ball, if you will. And that, that that's actually a good rope to kind of tie us into. Um, I guess something to uh, jump into I the mean, topic. There, if you're going to travel light years, any of, yeah, and have, have microscopic of pieces of, the, uh, of fragments that pretty much act as bullets shooting through space and not penetrate your your vehicle. What sure. are we going to do? Right. I would think you would almost have to have a force field. If you're traveling that out. fast. The... If you're traveling that fast, you'd have to have some type of force field or something. Right? Uh oh. What, you can't hear me? Test, test, test. Frank, you got me? Test, test, test. Hello, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, I'm here. Discord okay. was cutting out a little bit. Yeah, my internet is taking a dump. Sorry, we are recording this locally, so it will come out completely unscuffed on my end and uploaded. But as I was saying, like, yeah, you would have to have a force field to travel like that, probably. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, to gather that type of energy, you would have to be able to harness like the power of the stars legitimately. So one video that I had seen at some point in time was like a UFO basically sitting by the sun that was tethered to it like a plasma tether like harnessing energy and then just release itself. And they said that was wow. like basically like a solar flare. Right? So it char it charges itself then? So it's its own it's its own battery or its own source of power. It, it, yeah, you I mean you have to be. I mean, could you imagine like trying to do like something with fossil fuels? Mm -hmm. That that's prehistoric. I mean, uh, at least that, that's what I think. That's what I'm, what's going on, guys. We're, we're recording this locally. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to ignore you guys in chat. I know Ryan's not as well, but we're trying to just dive into this podcast so we have something for our listeners to digest. So let's get into the meat. I what do you want to start with, man? I I think Rendlesham Forest would be a good point to start. Or if you don't okay. want to start there, we could go to. Cattle mutilation. This is some of the topics we're going to cover. Roswell, cattle mutilation, uh, Dolce base. I actually didn't even bring that up. Remember, you could bring that up if you want. Um, Rendlesham Forest, uh, and Stan Romanek. And the, uh, the, uh, I almost said Tuskegee. What's the, uh, what's that Russia incident? We can't, for, we can't forget it. We, well, we can't forget Bob Lazar either. For sure. For sure. So I got to hop to you. I got to hop to the... Uh... I got to hop... Oh my gosh, sorry. I just got a message about something. Red, you can't hear me at all? Weird. Okay, here we go. We're just going to pull them up. Pull up the links. We'll send the links. Bring up the links. Here we go. Rendlesham Forest. Ryan, you have that link. Do you want to go ahead and start introducing the people to it? Yeah, Basically. absolutely. Uh, go for it. 
Take it away. Take it away. Let me pull it up real quick. I got a couple different screens going on here. Sorry. Yeah, no, I wish I had. We're, uh, we're pro. We're pro podcasters here. <laughs> um, which one is it? Uh, though. Um, Rindle's one in uh, Discord. Yep, I've got them all right here. While you're looking for that, I can I can just bust into it. So Rindlestrom Force, basically, guys, December in the 80s, right? This is an Air Force base, mind you, okay? You guys can go look up if this piques your interest. You can. There's plenty of YouTube videos about it. Uh, ranking officers were dispatched to investigate a UFO that was in the force, basically, right? Uh, right outside their base. Right, and so when they were sent to investigate it, it was sitting there hovering, and it had like glyphs. It was it had like glyphs on it, from one report, right? And it was it was pretty much you know dismissed. It was like uh, I think people might not have. Oh, here we go. A hot memo. So it was. I've I got it pulled up, so whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, go go for it, man. Take it away. I was just gonna go over the halt memo. I'm gonna run that. It's like down, yeah, like right underneath the location and stuff. All right, so there, yeah, the halt memo. It's the first piece of primary evidence to be made available to the public. It was a memorandum written by the deputy base commander, Lieutenant Colonel Charles L. Halt. Uh, he was the Minister of Defense. Known as the Halt Memo, it was publicly available in the United States under the U.S. Freedom of Information Act in 1983. Uh, this memo, it was dated uh, 13th of January, 1981, so we're almost coming up on its anniversary here. Um, and it was under the title of Unexplained Lights, quote-unquote unexplained lights. Yeah. No, uh, no. The two-week delay uh, between the incident and the report um, it says here that it might be responsible for the errors that were put in, in the dates and times that were given. Uh, so perhaps not all the information is 100% accurate in this memo due to the time between the event and when the memo was written. Um, it's not classified. It's public information. Yeah. So uh, doctor, just right there, public information. They're not trying to hide this, right? So it's just out there in plain sight. But... They don't know what the hell it was. They don't know what the hell it was, genuinely. And, like, right. I, I personally have watched documentaries on this, like, hours worth of Rindlesham Forest. And it's it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. It It's almost like, I would say it's Roswell-esque, except for there were no bodies and there was no crash. I think Roswell, if you want to go dive into that, is something we should bring up. Agreed. And um, before, just real quick before that, let it be known too that both the US and the UK were involved in this memorandum. Absolutely. So two different governments uh, are interested in the same event uh, that has been made public knowledge. And it's it's something worth questioning. Yeah. Um, yep. In terms of Roswell, in yeah, terms so that of was New Mexico. So we're kind of establishing a timeline. That was 1980. Yeah. 91 is, uh, or I'm sorry, the Roswell incident. Uh, 1947, okay? 1947. This is right and after World War II. And there are two schools of thought on that. 
there are two schools of thought. Well, I'm sure there's many different schools, but the two I want to touch on are the conspiracy of it being a um, a hoax and then it being a military deterrent. Uh, basically, uh, people think it's a hoax because of aliens and they needed you know, a distraction, this, that, and the other. But then the other argument, or one other argument, is that um, Hitler and I believe it was, uh, who was it, Truman, um, were basically fighting airspace together. Um, and there's, there's conspiracy out there that the Germans at the time, in that point of the time in, in history, were trying to get into our airspace and we were trying to thwart that effort, uh, meaning that we had public enemy number one at the time in the 40s with World War II and such, trying to enter our airspace. And the whole point of it was that they did get into the airspace and we shot it down, but we didn't want to admit that the enemy was able to do it. And that's something that Bob Lazar talks about uh, with Area 51 and why that's all there. Okay, so so that's, it's more that's of, very uh, feasible. The, one argument is that it's a pride thing that we couldn't we couldn't allow our enemy to get into our airspace after a time of war. I mean, by that time, you know, 48. I mean, the war was over. Uh, well, so no, sure. it wasn't. Was it? Wait, yeah, no, it was. 40, yeah, it was. 47, 48. Yeah, the war was winding down. Yeah. Sure. Does this guy have a Twitch? Absolutely. This is Giok, my co-host, my friend Ryan. Oh my gosh. You can still hear me, right? Hello, chat. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Alright. So with with all that in mind, the Roswell incident, I think there's a couple things to explain. Right? Or to at least look at. If if you look at how the newspapers redacted and retracted what they published. They published something, and then they took it back and or put something else out, and that was per the army. Or I think it was it was the military that put that out. I think yeah. Okay, well, they, let me just also preface this, too. They say, Roswell has been described as the world's most famous, most exhaustively investigated, and most thoroughly debunked UFO claim. Right? But Roswell, they say that basically there was a crash of a UFO, bodies were found, blah, blah, blah. Right? Now, what is interesting since we're kind of going backwards on our timeline, the Tunguska event. The Tunguska event. I think you should look at that. Okay, is that on the same link here? Let me look at this. It, it I is am, uh, there. Tun... Yeah, okay. Read this real quick. I'm reading the affidavit at the moment. Possible hoax. There's a lot of that too. I mean, again, I I want to preface to everybody that's listening that I don't I don't necessarily believe everything I'm reading here. What I'm saying is, it's worth questioning. You know, it's worth having a conversation about. Um, 
I don't necessarily subscribe to everything that's put in front of me. That said, I don't think it's too far-fetched. Yeah, I don't think it's too far-fetched, though, to believe that there might be something out there. So before we go further, I just wanted to make that known that, you know, it, I know as much as you do about it. I'm just, I'm just questioning it. For sure. So the Tunguska event, guys. This is 1908 in Russia. 1908. Think about that. This was before the hydrogen bomb. The atom bomb, right? Look. There was an explosion that flattened 770 square miles of forest. What can do that? They say, apparently, they attribute it to a meteoroid, right? But there was no impact crater. And if you look, there was there were actually, um, they had like expeditions to go look at this thing. Back in 1908, there was like a nomadic tribe that uh, uh I forget the adventurer's name. Like he, he got them to lead him to the point of impact where all the trees were laid down and they were literally flattened. It looked like a nuclear blast. But what could you do? What could do that in 1908? On a grand scale, nothing. Nothing like that. I mean, yeah. That brings that brings us back to the question of the symbols in ancient times where across the world civilizations had similar symbols to each other rep- uh, representing uh what seems to be alien type behavior whether it's alien body forms or spaceships or whatever they saw in the sky oh yeah they didn't have email. they didn't have instant messenger how right. did you know it's not it's not as though they could work together to create a conspiracy like that they, people back then didn't even know the earth was a sphere Right, and even you if know. they did have something like paper to write down what they saw, paper is does not last as long as stone would, or cave paintings, or cuneiform, mm-hmm. or hieroglyphs, you know. So what we have to look at is everything that's been depicted historically, and what looks like there was some outside influence that's come in, and... Um, had an effect on humans and how we've progressed socially, economically, technologically, you know, in every single aspect, every single facet. It's insane. And to to be dismissive about it, I think, is very ignorant. Because that... And that, this is where the tinfoil has come out. As are hopefully in the audience already have those going. Um, you know, we we can't we can't sit here and look at stuff like Cattle mutilation, for example. Cattle mutilation. 1897 was the first documented cattle mutilation in, uh, I believe, I guess it's in the state here. But, uh, Ryan, if you want to read that, uh, that, that's, it looks like a nice little, nice little, uh, description of what they found and there's more and Absolutely. more and more and more and more this is an ongoing phenomenon that no one really talks about and it's pretty disturbing so unless there's like a serial 
cattle mutilator. I don't. <laughs> I, I I think something's going on. And then also listen to the details in this because this is very very interesting. If you were around a couple of days ago on the stream when we were talking about Vince Foster and the fact that that homicide scene had a very you know uh, very surprising lack of blood there. And the way that they tried to explain it was complete bullshit, and you could see through that. You're also going to really like this, too. So go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, so I'm going to start with a quick summary of what cattle mutilation is, just to give you a background. And then I'm going to read to you what the first reported one has to say about it. And if you need the links, we can provide it if you want to read along, all that jazz. Let me, get, let me just dive into it. So cattle mutilations are instances where domestic farm animals have been butchered with surgery precision note that surgical box falling out of the sky it wasn't a shotgun blast it was surgical precision and although this is done mostly to cows it also happens to horses in fact the first case was hey, a cheap. horse and All the characteristics the Go characteristics ahead, are such that they rule out um kill by predators which means coyotes and wolves etc i mean if you're you're going to you're going to have a mutilated carcass if a wolf gets to a cow, right? It should be pretty However, obvious. Yeah. It won't be surgical. It's going to be gruesome. I think it's it if we uh, I would I would say it, it I would venture that due to the graphic nature of these pictures, we can't show them on Twitch. However, mm -hmm. if you would care to look at them yourself, I will post them in Discord and then you can examine it and see what exactly what we're talking about sorry to interrupt ryan my apologies no you're fine Continue, you're please. fine beth those are my those are mine as well i appreciate that but uh and so just before i continue just to think about that i mean if if you're a wolf and you're eating the face off of an animal you're going to have bite marks and yeah it's, digs it, into the skull the and the bones here's the if you want like a, a, a more i see what you're doing i see exactly what you're doing i'm gonna follow you on that I'm going to take it up a little bit. Cert to be specific, whenever you have like an injury, like a bite, you're going to have wound patterns. You're going to have tearing of the flesh. It's going to be torn away. It's not going to be sliced and cut away cleanly. It's going to be torn away. And even there could be uh, markings on the bone from the animals gnawing at it, potentially. But I'm, I'm telling you guys, this is just absolutely bonkers. Blows my mind how no one talks about cattle mutilation. It's like Ed Gein for cows. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe that's a little crazy. dark, but it's craziness. All right. <laughs> so the first one, Alexander Hamilton. We all know the name. Noted statesman. Uh, he was president. If if this is the right one, but I'm pretty sure it says 1897. Uh, I I can't imagine there was another one that's noted that way as a statesman. Uh, so it's got to be him. Um, he was awakened by a loud humming noise that came out of his cattle yard, and he and two other men went outside and saw, quote-unquote, an airship. All right. Back then, they didn't have planes. I mean, the, when did the Wright brothers do it? 1903 was the first model or something like that. So this was like, you know, there was nothing established for flight at that point. So an airship at that time is a pretty distinctive word. Um, uh, they went outside, came down, and it hovered over the yard. All right, airplanes don't hover, and we only had airplanes then. Helicopters didn't exist, couldn't have been that. 
And if it was, well, we would have, there would have been a lot more evidence. That said, on April 21st, uh, 1897, that's when the first one was reported. I'm going to read a quote here. It's a little lengthy. Bear with me. I apologize for any grammatical things that have come out of my dumbass mouth, but here's it is. It consisted of a great cigar-shaped portion, possibly 300 feet long, with a carriage underneath. Almost like a blimp or a zeppelin, it sounds like. But we don't know. The carriage was made of glass or some other transparent substance, alternating with a narrow strip of some material. It was brilliantly lighted, which, you know, electricity on an airship in 1897? Again, not happening. Uh... It was brilliantly lighted within, and everything was plainly visible. It was occupied by six of the strangest beings I ever saw. They were jabbering together, but we could not understand a word they said. It seemed to pause and hover directly over a two-year-old heifer, which was bawling and jumping, apparently fast in the fence. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, so it was moving, okay. Uh, going to her, we found the cable about a half inch in thickness made of some red material fastened in a slipknot around her neck. On one end passing up to the vessel, the heifer tangled in the wire fence. Uh, oh, no. Okay, so basically it was being it was being dragged up by its, uh, what I would assume, its torso or its neck. Uh, well, it says, yeah, a slip knot yeah. around her neck. Uh, we tried to get it off, but we could not. So we cut the wire and stood in amazement to see the ship. Heifer and all, the wire loose and stood in amazement. Disappe it disappeared, basically. Once they cut it, they, the ship disappeared. It, Neighbor they Thomas took the heifer and everything. Sorry, did I turn all rise slowly? No, no, you're right. Okay, yeah, they took it and all. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm they took the whole that. cow. Sorry. Yep. So neighbor Thomas Link, who is four miles away, found the hide legs and head in his field the next day, and no tracks on the ground, which mystified him. Soft ground, now, mind you. Yeah, so, and to give you an idea, cow, I mean, obviously cows are heavy, you're going to see their tracks, but the mafia back in the 30s used to put cow prints, on, or like, they would fashion shoes that made it look like cow prints, so that they could move moonshine out of the woods into the freeway, or the highway at the time, and transport it to different cities, so that they could throw the feds off, because it made it look like cows were walking around. When a cow steps in mud, or soft ground, you're going to see footprints. So the fact that four miles away, he found the cow all torn up and no footprints leading up to it, that means it was transported. Yep. 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 And so that's just like one instance. That's like the first documented incident of cattle mutilation. So with all this being said, we touched on uh, the incident with the, the Tunguska event, Roswell, Rendlesham Forest. Um some some of the ancient cave paintings, right? The, and this is we could we could do a whole nother podcast on this, but you guys got to understand, the Sumerian creation story talks about aliens, basically, or gods, whatever you want to describe them as, and genetic engineering, essentially. And we could, like I said, we could go into a whole nother podcast about that. Maybe we will eventually. But the fact that it's been documented over and over and over and over again, I feel like right now, especially. And, and and this is what this is what really blows my mind too. It's like I'm not trying to take anything away from humanity, and you know our intuition, our intellect, our wisdom, and what we've been able to accomplish and develop. 
but it seems like after Roswell, there was a big spike in technological advance. And well, go ahead. Also, well, and 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 not to bring in you know the crazy loop theory of Scientology, but L. Ron Hubbard was really active in that period of time as well, who wrote more than anything or more than anyone ever, and it was all about alien life. Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> Scientology. I think a lot of, <laughs> unfortunately, yep. a lot of sci-fi credit goes to him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But where did Ron Hubbard did? I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I mind blowing. Yeah. So obviously, I I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was was just going to say, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in Xenu. I don't believe in Scientology or anything like that. But I'm saying that during this time frame, sci-fi was huge. I mean, we had movies coming out about Martians and aliens and and. what was the movie? Um, uh, Danger Will Robinson. The uh, uh, Space Odyssey. Was, that? was it? Yeah, Space Odyssey? Like, yeah, something or, like that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think it was two thousand one Space Odyssey or something like that. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it was big back then for this reason, and Roswell, I think, kicked it off. Absolutely. But I just wanted to bring up like this this article was just published today okay in BBC news and it's very interesting this is I kind of brought it up at the beginning of the podcast when we were doing our intro but Helen Sharman says aliens exist and could be here on earth right and so she's a doctor she's an astronaut as far as I know yeah she traveled to the Soviet space station here in 1991 56 so she says this, quote, aliens exist, there's no two ways about it, she said, adding that there must be all sorts of different life forms among the billions of stars, right? Now, it, it, I, I could see how some people could say, well, just because she says there could be life, right? It, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't dismiss to me that there are so many incidents that have happened historically. And it seems like there's a pattern over and over and over again. We could talk about incidents about, wasn't there an incident with the, like a UFOs over the White House or something like that? I'm not, I don't know. I think that was uh, the Will Smith movie. End of business day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I've, I, I've got Dr. Beth in chat here saying that um, she's pretty her exes were aliens, so that might be evidence. True. True, true, true. So, yeah, this was 1952 Washington, D.C. UFO incident, also known as the Washington Flap. Washington National Airport sightings or the invasion of Washington was a series of unidentified flying objects reported from July 12 to July 29, 1952 over Washington. So we could say, oh, you know, it was fucking planes that we were developing or something or the other it was Russia's planes because we're getting ready to go into the Cold War or whatever. Fuck that. I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't either. I think that there would be more of an open statement on it. Um however to that point, 
you know, uh, you know, we've talked about Bob Lazar before to to a great extent, and we should still continue to because the guy has a a, a lot of knowledge on the subject for sure. Um, and the way he described what he was able to see uh, from these aerial vehicles, you know, the UFOs, basically they create pockets in their physical vicinity that they fall into. Yeah. And that's how it's they're like able, they fall they're into able themselves. To... Right. Exactly. And so they, they can move at such a fast, rapid rate of speed, but then change direction. Um, unlike anything we're able to produce. Even airplanes can't do a, just a complete 90 degree turn um, on a dime. You know, uh, so apparently what he was able to see or witnessed or what he claims to have witnessed um, was that they create a pocket of time, space, continuum, whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure exactly. It like pauses, it pauses something and it falls into it and then it can change direction and it's it doesn't have wings it's circular it's a disc form and to our knowledge physics wise that's just not possible right right and there i would say there's a lot of things that we as humans on earth don't understand like we still don't have a grasp on we don't know gravity we don't understand fundamentally how it works right we just mm -hmm. think that mass theory. attracts mass Right. So I think someone, if there are entities out there that are way older than us, which I'm sure there are, because the universe is as old as it is, they probably figured out how to colonize space and they, interstellar travel is probably nothing. So our solar system alone, I think we've got, let's see, we've got our planets and then there's supposed to be another planet that has an orbit that only comes around like every so many hundreds of years and that i think is something to look into but we might save that for another podcast what i do want to bring up right now though is stan romanek this is one of the most thoroughly documented in recent times we're talking like 2005 one of the most recent cases of uh, alien abduction phenomenon and uh what they call uh the the fourth kind. The fourth kind of That's alien so encounter. So. Here we go. I want to show this video to them a little bit. If, uh, if I don't know how you want to screen share this or if you just want me to give you the link so you can show your tattoo. I've got you up on my screen, so if you screen share it, they'll see it. Okay, let me see if I can do that. Let's see here. No, no, no. Can you still hear me? I don't think they'll be able to yeah. get audio. I'm not sure. They hear you. Right, but I don't so think they'll they be hear... able to hear the video. I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, maybe not. If not, just throw me the link anyway, and I'll just play okay. it. Alrighty. Second. In a moment. Da -da -da. Oh, that's not it. Da -da -da -da. Don't look at what I sent him. Don't look at my WeWo pictures. Da -da -da. Why does it start with Pornhub.com? <laughs> here you go. There's the link. <laughs> so, here we go. This is Stan Romanek. This is a very brief introduction to uh, the situation. 
Oh my god. What the fuck is that? Holy shit. Oh my god, what's it doing? Holy shit. Oh man. Where the fuck to go? Oh my god. I can't believe it. This is gonna be a weird one. In my quest to try and avoid trendy topics at all costs, James Charles. I have to keep an open mind. So the other day I was on Netflix looking for something to watch and I found this movie called Extraordinary The Stan Romanek Story. Boom. There you go. So The Stan Romanek Story. Extraordinary. It's on, I think, it, I, I think it's on Netflix, but it's definitely on YouTube. You can rent it or buy it. It's definitely worth watching. It is absolutely insane. Um, he talks about encounters that he had with some some what they call g-men or suits or whatever what have you from the government that harassed him after these incidents and how much credibility you want to give this guy i mean i don't know but it, it also mentions like his wife and another woman that was involved with the situation and it's actually i don't know i would say if anything if anything at a bare minimum suffice to say it would make a crazy fucking movie so entertainment it looks a little yeah it definitely looks fake i mean in my opinion it's well, not like i said you, you'd have to you have to go watch you have to go watch the documentary it, and i understand definitely in the time we live in it could be fake but when you look at the well other i was just talking about like that, that alien poking sure. head out sure sure but there are so many things like that. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I obviously can't, I can't do the whole podcast on, you know, just showing the movie Stan Romanek, but I hope you guys would go out and check that out. Maybe we'll have a discord watch party or something. I'd actually yeah. enjoy that. If you guys would like to watch that with me sometime, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that there are a lot of people that would, Try to fake this stuff for attention. Um, there are a lot of people that would, you know, do it for monetary gain. But genuinely, I believe that there are extraterrestrials out there. And I think as going back to like old, uh, old civilizations, if you look at the Bible, even the whole concept of having a god and angels the sons of god coming to earth to create us that right there the definition of extraterrestrial is not of this earth right? there's also the theory that we're we're extraterrestrial the theory that humans came from other planets at one point and we just continue i mean look at us trying to get to mars uh there's a theory out there that we came from another planet to earth and now we're leaving earth because it will either become unsustainable or we're being uh we're growing too big in population for it and now we're trying to branch off of it and move it uh or move the population i should say so there are theories out there that we're aliens i can believe so it. so i i mean i guess i could give you like a real quick summary of like the uh, Anunnaki creation story, right? Basically, you have Enlu and Inki, and in short, one wanted to create. They created us. 
as a workforce. We had some level of intelligence and uh, we basically were protected by one when there was a great deluge. They wanted to wipe everything off the earth because we were just completely evil. They wanted to, to destroy everything. But like the, it's and it's really specific. Like the the Sumerian creation story. That's another thing I'd like to watch with you guys, in um, in the uh, Discord. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff out there, man. A lot, a lot of cool stuff. But I just I genuinely think if you look at if you look at religion and spirituality and the fact that it does involve a higher power, whether it's a extra dimensional being or a spirit, or whatever people want to call it, right? You have, you do have some physical beings that interact with humans in different religious texts that are not from Earth. So that's talking about fucking aliens. And I try to tell people that, and they're like, no, that's not what that is. You can't do that. I'm like, yeah, yes, I can. Yes, I can. So... What you guys believe, I'm not here to convince you one way or the other. I'm just trying to present information. But, aliens. What if I told you I was an alien? Ryan's an alien. I believe it. Fuck me. Yeah. All your base are belong to us. Please don't touch my base. <laughs> My base, I like it very much. <laughs> uh, man. And I know I know there's like a lot of people, you know, potentially that would get very, very triggered by this conversation, this type of conversation. It's a touchy subject when you try to bring religion into it and especially like the, the topic of aliens. A lot of people they just want to live in their bubble. They don't want anything to be you know, outside of normal. Because let's be honest, it would be absolutely fucking terrifying if we knew that there's an intergalactic race, like a whole congregation of intergalactic people that are just looming above us, doing whatever the fuck they want, and we can't do anything about it. It's pretty terrifying. I just want to get probed. <laughs> Probe me. <laughs> Oh, I get yes, it. alien daddy. People don't want to entertain the thought of aliens at all. But, you know, I, I think that it's, as, as a society, as a race of humans, we need to be prepared for the day that we inevitably are introduced to extraterrestrials because it's bound to fucking happen, whether it's now or 200 years from now. It's going to happen. If it hasn't already. Right. Well, and I'm talking about in a public disclosure manner, you oh, know, where gotcha. it's like, okay, yeah, the aliens are here. <laughs> like, fuck, let's <laughs> yeah. party. You uh, know what I mean? Welcome, new neighbors. <laughs> yeah. The the only this is what I would love to see. You know, I I'm picturing like uh, the Men in Black scene, uh, with the worms. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, we here can we build go. a wall. We can the build a roof. Guys. Hell yeah. All right. I want to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. Would you fuck an alien? Nope. No. Uh -uh. Intergalactic interspecies. Uh, now I got the Beastie Boys in my head. Um, 
The scene in Men in Black where they're delivering a baby, or like the alien baby in that car, and then Tommy Lee Jones just looks at him, he's like, did any of that seem weird to you? Like, that just trips me out. Like, yeah, you just delivered an alien baby in the back of a car. Uh-oh, your camera froze. Oh, there we go. I don't know. Yeah, dude. That's that... where my head went when you said Men in Black. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But I feel like, you know, they could be putting stuff out there like that to kind of just like make it more fantastical and unrealistic than what potentially is already happening you know to discredit it because they don't want us to know disinformation psyops psyops for sure now so here i i'm less likely to believe that there are little green spacemen running around shooting lasers having star wars up in galaxies but an organism that grows inside of a rock of a cruising meteorite, that's an alien. I mean, it might not be smart. It might not be technologically yeah. advanced, but it's, sure. it's a living form outside yeah. of the earth. And that's an alien. Have you, have you heard of water bears before? Water bears? No. Water bear. Also known oh, as water a tardigrade. Bear. A tardigrade. Known colloquially as... Water bears or moss piglets are a phylum of water-dwelling, eight-legged, segmented micro-animals. Now, Ooh, these things can surprise. They, I'm sorry. These things can survive in the almost the most extreme climates. I I don't know if they can for sure survive like the vacuum of space, but let's see. Uh, survive. Can a water bear survive in space? Here we go. Oh, yeah. Water bears are the first animal to survive space vacuum. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, if if one creature can do it, I'm sure, like... Oh, there it is. What up, Husky? I'm sure, I'm sure other people or other organisms could eventually evolve to do the same. So, not only can they survive the vacuum in space, but they can, I think, also survive, like, volcanic... Uh, temperatures and environments and like also um, are water bears like those tiny like microscopic yeah uh, okay so that okay I have seen pictures of that yeah they're like they're almost like parasites kind of I mean yeah kind of but they the the survival like the fact that they can survive like those extreme conditions is absolutely absolutely crazy yeah, no, okay. So when you said that, at first I thought you said water berries. <laughs> and then Those now that you're explaining man. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. These are these are like little microscopic ass bugs. They're in they're in your ass. <laughs> Everybody check your ass. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I I really think if we're I mean and it's funny you brought up like those aliens with the the green lasers I really think it'd be appropriate to bring up Phil Schneider because he was like a geologist that was contracted by the U.S. government and uh, this is another conspiracy theory get get your foil hats tightened guys tighten down the hatches um Phil Schneider said that there was an alien encounter at Dolce, uh, Dolce base in New Mexico, where he actually shot, killed an alien, and in return, that alien uh, 
kind of paraphrasing the video if you guys ever want to go look at it waved his arm over itself like this and then instantly Healed it no instantly phil schneider was opened like a fucking fish played him like a fish he lost fingers and toes in the encounter just blasted him like a Damn. electricity Damn. Yeah. So that's like an OP boss, right? An there. energy weapon. An energy weapon. But like we could discuss that on another podcast. I'm just saying there's so many different incidents. Like if you start to look at it, and maybe on top of my human trafficking map, I'll make an alien map. I'll make that one of my side projects. Um, you know, and uh hopefully we can see where that goes. But uh, I mean that that's really, you know, that that's really all I uh got for now on the podcast and uh unless you got something else you want to talk about i didn't want to try to hold you up i know ryan's got to be he's got to do adult things like a man like sleep <laughs> at a reasonable time uh i uh no i mean it's a good segue into i think what might be podcast three which leads into extraterrestrial extraterrestrial to earth like we've got We've got enough shit on Earth, too, that enough things on Earth where we don't, I mean, I, I think it's safe to say that in 2020 at this point, and Dr. Beth, if you're in this chat right now, <laughs> you're going to you're gonna probably load your taser, but I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know, I, I think we have enough evidence that ghosts don't exist, or Bigfoot doesn't exist, things like that, well, but there's... There Beth and I are going to be doing some paranormal. Disproof. Beth and I are going to be doing some paranormal investigation here on stream soon, eventually. With I know, I know. So, I, I, and we'll we'll see. We'll test those waters. We will test those waters. And we'll find out. Are you we'll uh, find out? Are you traveling anywhere for it? I have a couple of places in mind. Beth and Nathan kind of had some places in mind. So yeah, we we might be traveling somewhere for it. Well, if you need a fourth, I'd like to tag along because I I want to experience it for myself. You know, hey, I don't. Hey. I'm not an expert in it. Hey, you know, I I would actually really like to have you there because there's no reason why someone that doesn't believe in the phenomenon, especially like if someone goes in saying, "Okay, I don't believe it. There's no way," and then something happens, and then they're like, "Okay," they they don't have a confirmation bias. Is essentially what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it'd be good. It'd yeah. be good. It'd be good to have that to make sure we're kind of neutral going into it. So, yeah, man. What I, what I, what I'm most scared of is demons. Demons. And I know that's kind of, I know that's kind of quirky to say. I know that you know, if people aren't religious, they're not going to believe in that. But I think that that's more scary than ghosts, uh, because. You know, ghosts might just be there because they have to, or they're stuck. Demons are there because they're there to do something, you know, demonic and evil. Demons. And like, I know if I'm gonna fight a demon, I'm probably not gonna. Have, you know. Well. So that's scary to me. I mean, I kind of claim myself to be the meme demon. I don't think I'm that scary. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Like a all, snow cone jokes, on a summer day. All jokes aside, all jokes aside, though, um, Ryan, I really appreciate you coming through for me once again on this podcast. We're going to try to make this a regular thing. I'd like to try to do it every Sunday. 
I just need to get the discipline and hopefully get a little bit more organization to do it. So, I mean, if you do, you have any parting words for for anybody before we wrap this up? No. No, thanks for hanging out and thanks everybody for tuning in. And uh, like I said, uh, what Corey and I talk about, and you know, I think I can speak for him on this subject that yep. you know we talk about it, but we don't necessarily believe it. But it's worth questioning and talking about. For sure, for sure. And some stuff like aliens that that might be some of the more tinfoily stuff that we talk about. But there are other issues that we do touch on that revolve around like human trafficking that are absolutely real, and the evidence is there. So. You know, this show, it's a, you know, it's a big basket. You know, you know, you got a lot of stuff in here. And, and folks, there's, there's 52 weeks in 2020, just like every other year. And uh, with that, if we can do this every Sunday, we've got, we, we, we can come up with 52 different conversations to have, uh, whether it's chemtrails, whether it's Bigfoot, whether it's Clintons, whether it's conspiracy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Dude, we could have like, we could have like, a whole series on the Clintons. Uh, yeah, legit. a fucking marathon. Legit. Like there could be a should. separate podcast. We just absolutely on should. You know what? We should. We absolutely should have a, a marathon on the Clintons. Right around election yep. time. Yep, absolutely. Get, get some awareness out there. And you know Hell what? Yeah. Opinions don't matter. All we, all we would have to do is just state facts. That's public record. Yep. And comment on them because yeah. the facts out there are as ugly as it gets. And yeah. and here, just to touch on that too, not to interrupt you, but it's fresh in my head right now. I just found out that Mitt Romney's advisor was also on the board for Burisma, the oil company that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, was also on. Mm-hmm. Ah. And now Joe okay, Biden's son, that. Hunter Biden, is under investigation for money laundering. And then also... If you look at Obama's book deal that he did, where he gave that company, like, I don't know, $500 million of our taxpayer money, and then after he got out of office, he got a kickback, and he got signed for, like, a $45 million book. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit. And I just want to go into this saying, also, guys, I am not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm independent. I have views that uh, lay both ways, but what I am is anti-fucking corruption and i'm gonna expose all of it so while a lot of people have a picture perfect image of a lot of our representatives in the government i'm gonna tear that motherfucker down as long as i have a platform to do it on absolutely absolutely and you know what even even without commentary just reading what happened in the past that is related to the corrupt clinton family you you can I don't know if you guys can hear my dog snoring. I apologize. If you can. <laughs> um, but uh, but even even with the corruption of it, uh, you guys can come to your own conclusions on it. It's not that we're trying to sway your vote. I voted both parties before. Um, that someone said, said it the best. Uh, it's our job to inform, not convince. Correct. Yes. I forget absolutely. who said that, but that's it was like perfect when I hit when I heard that. I was like, "You're right. You're right." Like I told you the fucking the building's on fire and you stayed in it. Not my fault. Is what it is. People have to save themselves. You know what I mean? We can only do so much. Yep. So with that We love you guys.
thank you guys for yes. tuning in and hanging out with us. It's been a blast. We, like I said, I would, I'd like to hopefully try to do this a little cleaner next Sunday. Um, but this will be available at uh, anchor.fm slash oceans giant, the ripples and waves podcast. Like I said, signing out. I'm your host, Oceans Giant. Corey, please just call me Corey. And my co-host, Giak, at twitch.tv slash Giak. Ryan, any last parting words? Words Nothing, of wisdom. We need, we, we need words of wisdom, Word, Ryan. Think of words something. of wisdom? I'm putting you on the spot. We need, we All right, need if, you see, right if you see an alien, fucking run. <laughs> if you see an alien, fucking run. As a wise man once said... <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i mean because it, if it if it traveled to you you know you're not gonna you know if it wants to fight you you're not it gonna wants win to do fight. butt stuff it yes. wants to do butt stuff unless, unless you're into that then fine have a good time son of a biscuit all right my dudes it is 120 central standard time and we are just passing our limit on the ripples and waves podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in love you guys we'll catch you guys next sunday hopefully and love you guys thanks for tuning in see ya we out